Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I watched the Battle of the Sexes movie. Now, I actually lived a lot of that because I've mentioned through the years, not that many times, but I've mentioned it, that I interned with the World Team Tennis as part of my internship with St. John's. I worked for them for two summers and did the games at the Coliseum, worked for the general manager, worked for, you know, and, and did all different things that you do as an intern. Because, you know, what we had is when, when, when the athletic administration program started at St. John's, I was already in the school as a communications major. They asked me to also double as an athletic administration major, of which I was the first gra- part of the first graduating class. I think I was in the top five, the first five that graduated from that program. And one of the things you had to do was, and obviously, you know, you wanted the Yankees, you wanted the Giants, you wanted to get those kind of internships, but you, you got them out of, you know, they did it by some fair, well, at least we thought it was fair at the time. I don't know if it really was, it might have been fixed, who knows. But I wound up with tennis. And I wasn't thrilled, but I actually developed as a kid, and I was a kid, I, I developed a pretty close relationship with Billie Jean King in that we used to, Spent a lot of time with her. We used to, you know, be at the arena together. We used to talk sports. She loved sports. You know, she was best friends with Ed Snyder, who owned the Flyers. Her brother, Randy Moffitt, was a major league pitcher. Her father had been a major athlete. She had a ton of athletes who were friends. You know, she was best friends with Elton John. She had a million friends. She was big in sports. So I used to talk all sports with her. She loved to talk sports. And I used to be around there and, you know, Hey, one of the first things I ever did was, uh, one of my first jobs was to go to the airport and pick up uh, Martina Navalova when her flight came in when she was playing for the Cleveland Nets. I had to pick her up and drive her to the the, uh, arena. That was one of my first uh, assignments. So to watch that movie and remember that time, I thought Emma Watson did a great job playing Billie Jean King. Yeah, I mean, was she better looking than Billie Jean King? Yes. Okay. Billie Jean King was nothing to look at. Uh, but she had a charisma about her. But I thought she did a great job. My wife and I watched this last night. And I, I actually enjoyed the thing. I really did. Because it brought back interesting times and interesting memories about, about that whole thing that went on. And she did feel a tremendous... She didn't want... She, first of all, she and Margaret Court Smith did not get along. They had very different views on life, on 
you know, sexual mores on all different things, as you know, because Billie Jean was going through this whole thing at the time, right? She was, you know, with with the hairdresser, which was part of the movie. And Margaret Court Smith was extremely straight-laced and religious. Her husband was always traveling with her, and, everything, and they did not get along. She was a great player, but she couldn't handle pressure. And Riggs knew what to do to her. He got under her skin. He got her annoyed. He got her, you know, he upset her, the whole thing. Billie Jean was not going to fall to any of that stuff, which was really played up very well. Uh, but you saw how much pressure she felt, and she did not want Margaret Smith to do it. And then she was afraid she'd fail. And when she failed, she felt the pressure of the world on her to, you know, carry the mantle for women's tennis and for women in general. So I, I thought it was a really good movie. I really did. I got a kick out of it. I, I thought it did a good job.